Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some r slash am I the butthole, of course. If you want to get involved in today's stories, they are pinned in the top comment below. Please feel free to head on over there and get involved in that community as well. I'm sure they would love to have you there. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, as it all really helps out our channel. And I can never express how much it really does make a difference, you being here and supporting the channel in the way you do. So thank you so much for spending 20 minutes or so of your time here and let's crack on with today's stories much love guys now this first story comes from daisy 99 am i the asshole for uninviting my mother-in-law's fiance to my wedding after he threatened to pour wine on me for some background we aren't very close to mother-in-law or her fiance She feels we took father-in-law's side in the divorce and she has always kept her distance. The other day, we're at my fiance's grandparents' house. Mother-in-law's sister made a joke that mother-in-law should be one of those mother-in-laws and wear white. Mother-in-law just laughed. It doesn't really seem like something she would do, but I added that my bridesmaids would so grim wine if she did. Mother-in-law's fiance said that would be hilarious because he would destroy my wedding gown. I asked what he meant and he said he would empty a bottle on me if any of my stupid friends did anything to her. Mother-in-law tried to move the conversation along but I have anxiety about stuff like that and it was bothering me. I said he can't come to the wedding because I can't trust him. Mother-in-law called me this morning and wanted to confirm if I was serious. I said I was. Not the first incident he has been rude in the past. Mother-in-law started crying and said she isn't going to be around her ex-husband without him. I said that was pretty vain but her choice. Now mother-in-law isn't coming, which we don't care too much, but her whole side of the family is furious. Her dad might not come now, which will bother my fiancé. I feel like we just entered like school level squabbles again, I mean. You threaten your friends with covering wine and then fiancé retaliated and escalated the situation by saying he'd cover you in wine. And then everything just got out of control. Yeah, everyone just sucks in this story to me. In this hypothetical situation, it's blown up into a family argument. Yes, you're all assholes. <laughs> but we'll start with Ragdoll Seeker saying everyone sucks here. Why is everyone behaving like they are little kids? Even preteens are facepalming at this level of immaturity. To recap one, no, mother-in-law is not planning to wear white. She did not even say anything about the dress. This is on mother-in-law's sister. Two, no, you cannot threaten mother-in-law when she has not made a damn thing to you. Three, no mother-in-law's fiancé should not have added gasoline to the fire. Any of you could have stopped this train wreck. You could have just said, haha, I'm sure mother-in-law will choose a very nice dress and throw mother-in-law's sister's words in her face. You would have mother-in-law on your camp and everyone would look at the sister as if she was weird. Mother-in-law did not know what to say at the stupidity. That is why she tried to laugh to change the topic. She did not decide to wear white. And not a happy bunny says everyone sucks here. This could have all been avoided if you just said mother-in-law is a classy lady. She'd never do something as trashy as wear white to someone else's wedding. 
And without lamps, there'd be, says, everyone sucks here. You threatened to soak your mother-in-law in wine. Fiance said he would soak yours. You are all behaving like preteens. And MB1428 says, normally I'd go not the arsehole in a wedding situation, but here you're the arsehole. You started the issue by saying you'd have your bridesmaids dump wine on her. Her husband responded in kind. Then you use that to disinvite him is kind of crazy to me. Edit, the aunt's comment about mother-in-law wearing white was a joke, poking fun at mother-in-laws who actually wear and your mother-in-law laughed at it. You follow up by saying you realized mother-in-law wouldn't even do this, yet you still made your comment about having the bridesmaids pour wine on her. You are definitely the asshole here. And Prairie Mountain Zen says, so it's okay for you to threaten to get your friends and pour wine all over your mother-in-law, but it's somehow crossing the line for your mother-in-law's fiance to then say that if you follow through with your threat, he would turn around and do the exact same thing to you. Are you saying you wouldn't like to be treated the exact same way you were planning to treat your mother-in-law? Are you serious? You're the asshole. <laughs> now let's move on to the next story. Now, wedding season is back on after COVID and all that sort of stuff. It seems the wedding stories are coming out. So we got this one from Ill Leopard 1853 saying, am I the arsehole for making my father rebook my wedding venue and nearly triple the original cost after my stepsister canceled my original booking? My stepsister impersonated me and canceled my wedding venue reservation. She's 18 and a jealous cow. <laughs> I got the reservation for a steal because I booked early and COVID made things uncertain. Well, now demand for wedding venues has skyrocketed. The venue is now asking nearly triple the original cost for the same date. They said they only honor the original reservation if I show proof that my stepsister committed fraud slash identity theft in the form of a police report. My father has begged me not to involve the police, so I told him he need to cover the new cost then. All of it except my original deposit because I'm aggravated as fuck. He's going to be selling some property in order to do this. He has put down the additional deposit for the venue already though. I know he was not to blame, but he houses that witch. And by asking me not to report her fraud ass, I can only assume he takes responsibility for her actions. Am I the arsehole? I do feel guilty because my fiance and I are much more financially well off than my father. But I just feel like this is not my problem to fix. He did find an alternative venue that was pretty nice and wasn't as expensive, but I said it had to be the original value. I'm just incredibly pissed off. And Stormy Weathers 321 on this one says, not the arsehole, if he won't let you do the thing that would get your original rate, then he can pay the difference. Institute some kind of password system with all your vendors though, because she will try this again. And Hello Friends replies to this one saying, I would file a police report. You have no way of knowing when your father will be able to sell the property to come up with the funds. Get the venue secured ASAP before it is taken. File the police report immediately. That way, one, you can provide the requisite information to get the same rates and wedding date. Two, show your stepsister you mean business and deter similar future behavior. And three, give stepsister an introduction to the real world and consequences. And Boot says, not the arsehole, this is a fair solution. However, I'd go to the police instead of having your father pay. Your stepsister is an adult and she needs to take responsibility for her actions. She will continue to do shit like this if your father is always there to bail her out. She clearly needs to learn a lesson. And Shameless Seema says, you're the arsehole for not pressing charges. Consequences serve a purpose. And Pink Pepper Pine says, not the arsehole. Don't let her get away with it. Just go to the police. She needs to learn or she will do this again. 
and love is says and not the asshole, but that police report needs to get filed regardless of how dad decides to clean up after. She's 18 and identity theft at her age will carry a steep price. That's why he's asking you not to go to the police, but honestly, that's a disservice to your stepsister who clearly needs to learn a lesson about interference and minding her own damn business. Pinked off says, everyone sucks here, her for committing fraud, your dad for asking you to cover it up and you for enabling the cover up. You should have filed a police report. You can do that without actually filing charges. It's just an official record of it happening. You still should, in my opinion. And one more from Lizard Lee saying, the wedding venue is the asshole and everyone sucks here because there is a better solution than paying the asshole wedding venue triple the price. Either negotiate it down, file a police report to appease the asshole venue. That is not going to result in any charge ever. Like what could the charge actually be? There was zero financial gain or go somewhere else. A wedding isn't so important that a father should have to sell property in order to appease his bratty daughters. And an interesting take on the very end there. Be interesting to know your thoughts on this one. But we shall move on to the next story. Now, this next story comes from Broency. Am I the asshole for going to the parents of the girl my stepsister has been bullying? The situation at hand, my stepsister, 17 female, has been bullying this girl in our grade, Mia. Mia is a very shy person. We were never friends, but we are friendly until the bullying started. And then Mia withdrew from everyone. I found out about the bullying over a month ago. People described it as not real bullying, but my stepsister has called her names and told her she doesn't deserve friends. I found a note telling Mia this. I was pissed. My stepsister and I never had a good relationship, always fighting, but I never figured she was an actual bully. Just someone who got on my freaking nerves. I ended up going to Mia's parents with what I knew and the evidence of bullying and now it has been brought up with the school and Mia's parents want my stepsister expelled. My dad is pissed. He said it was so unbelievably petty and mean-spirited to go to the girl's parents over sibling issues. I told my dad nothing between us would ever be sibling issues because we're not siblings and my siblings, younger brother and sister, would never do that to another person. My stepsister has been suspended right now, but it looks like she'll be expelled Thursday when the big meeting happens. My dad's wife is freaking out and so are my stepbrothers. With the exception of my siblings, everyone seems to think I'm wrong for doing what I did, for not at least talking to my stepsister first. I feel like going to Mia's parents was the right call because of how serious bullying can be for the person being bullied, and even calling someone names can cut a person really deep. But I never expected this kind of reaction. Life at home is very awkward right now. Am I the asshole? Now let's start off with what your stepsister did was actual real bullying has real consequences and will be affecting Mia in a real negative way. And what you did was 100% right. And thank you so much for doing you and possibly helping Mia out in this situation. I bet Mia felt a bit of a weight lifted off her shoulders knowing that girl isn't com- might not be coming back to school anytime soon. And that's what's needed. That's what's needed for bullies. They don't deserve to be in places like this when they're treating other people this way. And I've told the story before and I'm not say- saying it for sympathy or anything like that, but for relatability towards the story. And I remember my bullies in my like my last year of school and it started off with like it started off with the verbal abuse the mental abuse that's what hurt the most when it got to physical it it didn't really bother me that much when they used to kick me and one kicked me down the stairs one and i got myself knocked out on the bottom of the stairs that didn't affect me it was all the mental stuff because people don't see what's going on people think you're just getting called names they just assume bullying is like physical abuse 
but the mental stuff hurt more because you're looking around and you're you're thinking people can't see this people people are laughing people are joking about this and it just makes you feel even smaller and obviously i don't know where mir is mentally but i remember myself going to some real dark places and i was too afraid to tell anyone about what was going on and i remember thinking about doing something you know pretty dark a few times and and i wouldn't wish that kind of thing on anyone at all so yeah as i was saying 100 you were in the right in the situation and i hope your family sees the truth in it and gives you some respect for what you did there should be more people like you in this world honestly but Maring Pai Moth says, not the arsehole. Does your dad seriously think she'd listen to you? Also, your dad and his wife are focusing on the wrong issue. They need to be concerned with the fact that your stepsister is so big of a bully that she'd be kicked out of school for it. Bullying is a serious issue. That's why your stepsister is facing expulsion for it. And you did the right thing by telling Mia's parents about it. And Jedit Together says, not the arsehole. Your stepsister bullying people is not acceptable and can cause real harm and clearly has caused real harm already. There are consequences for engaging in it and your parents trying to sweep it under the rug isn't doing your stepsister any favors and is likely endangering Mia. Family doesn't mean enabling family to harm people or excusing harm caused. Your stepsister is in need of a wake-up call before this becomes a habit and Mia doesn't need to be tormented on a daily basis. You did the right thing. And Blocked Parted says, not the arsehole because, and quotes, I found out about the bullying over a month ago. People described it as not real bullying, but my stepsister has called her names and told her she doesn't deserve friends. And goes on to say, what your stepsister did is real bullying. She needs to be stopped and to face the consequences. You are not responsible for doling out the punishments or deciding what they'll be. That's on the school. You did the right thing in my opinion. You sound like you were raised correctly. Had your sister been bullied in such a way, you'd expect your parents to do the same for her. You didn't have to go to me as parents, but you did and she probably feels grateful that someone who didn't have to stick up for her did stand up for her. That's an amazing feeling when you're being bullied. That is absolutely true. And I'll expand on that in a sec. Your stepsister will get over it. If not, then she'll learn the lesson another way in the future. And you can say you tried and expand on that point where it said it's an amazing feeling you know when someone sticks up for you and there's two situations that's happened to me one one of my best friends from middle school and then we were in the high school we sort of and we sort of separated as we went into high school and but later on he saw one of my bullies kicking me and he immediately ran over and said how hell are you doing or i said what the f are you doing and pushed him away and i was too scared to tell him that i was actually being picked on consistently by this guy but my friend stuck up for me there and that was an absolutely amazing feeling and it almost felt like oh now that guy's sin that that's my friend he might back off he didn't but that particular moment it felt absolutely amazing and the second time when it all sort of escalated my best friend at the time obviously was talking to his mum about it I didn't know and told his mum and his mum phoned the school and told them about the bullying and I got called in that to speak to teachers and stuff nothing really happened afterwards but you know that's what happened and again it was a good it was a kind of a good feeling that was I didn't have to say anything because I was too scared to tell anyone at the time but yeah it is a great feeling when someone sticks up for you like that but with that being said, we move on to the next story. And our next story comes from a throwaway account. Am I the arsehole for choosing job over boyfriend? Throwaway because boyfriend knows my account. I, 26 female, am a bit of a workaholic and love my job. I'm in software, but an opening came up for a project manager position that I really wanted. I was put on temporarily and told that I would be switched if it did well. 
This meant a lot of hours since the team had gone months with project manager, usually about 10 to 12 hours. Before I worked eight to nine hours overtime was rare. It's hard work, but my salary would increase 35%. My boyfriend is the polar opposite. He hates being in one job too long and quits whenever he feels like it to look for the next one. He doesn't understand that my industry doesn't work the same as his. He works in construction and I can't just quit whenever I want, which I don't. He thinks I love my job because I've been conditioned to by society and work is only good for money. We both got the shot, so he wants to visit his family that he hasn't seen in over a year. I tell him, okay, as soon as the project is done in six weeks, I can take a month or two off, then we can travel and relax. He wanted me to take the time off ASAP, but I didn't want to because of the promotion, but also because we have to give a minimum of two weeks notice for vacation. And with six weeks left on the project, I didn't think my manager would allow it. I did end up getting the promotion and I'm really happy about it, but he didn't seem that happy when I told him. He gets mad and quits his job to go see his parents without me. He accused me of loving my job more than him. We haven't been speaking much since he got back. I feel kind of guilty because I didn't go with him and also because I didn't want it to seem like I love my work over him. Am I an asshole for choosing work over him? You know, in this one, most of the way through, I was like, oh yeah, you both can have separate jobs and and separate passions and, you know, and have different views on on work and all that kind of thing. I mean, it was was slightly asshole in the the second paragraph where he says, he thinks I love my job because you've been conditioned to by society, but that was sort of like a, a meh. We moved on from there and it carried on. And again, I think it's perfectly fine to have different opinions on on work, on how you work and all that kind of stuff. But the very last paragraph when he quit his job and then he accused you loving your job more than him is manipulation. He's basically trying to manipulate you and make you feel guilty because of it. And that makes him the asshole in the situation. You're not the asshole. You ain't done nothing wrong. Everything you did is perfectly fine. You said, look, if you give me six weeks, then we can, I can take a couple of months off, which is totally logical. You came at it from a logical point of view. You don't want to mess up your promotion, which is absolutely fine. And he just doesn't care. So yes, he is the asshole in the not you. You are not the asshole. But oops, got the mob says, not the asshole. He was actively trying to screw up your promotion. What an ass. It might be time to have a talk because he's supposed to be happy for you. It comes with caring about somebody. Hope your new position is amazing and you have nothing but success. And Stoked King says, not the asshole. You are not the asshole, even if you do love your work over him. Good for you for not letting him define or boss you. All of that you've been conditioned by society is, is roughly analogous to, I know your mind better than you do. Tiresome. And Ben Haddad says, not the asshole. You two have very different values and I'm pretty sure they're not compatible, which doesn't make either of you a bad person. However, his reaction screams emotional manipulation and that makes him squarely the asshole. An unusual office ant says, huge not the asshole. Your job has a two week notice before holding vacation. So you wouldn't have been able to go ASAP like he demanded, which is an asshole move by him. And you only have six weeks left on your project. This sounds like a red flag for me. You gave the best answer possible and now he is pouting since you didn't do exactly what he said. You might want to have a talk with him seeing as you don't see things such as careers the same. Best of luck and nice getting promotion for something you love. And I am saucy says, I was going to say no one's an asshole at first. You both can have different options on careers and jobs, but really reading on, it's not the asshole. He literally quits his job to visit family for at least a month. That's a little rash. And then to go in and say that you care more about your job than family. You laid out a plan and he just flipped the table it was on. It is reasonable that you can't leave during the final stages of a project and right after a promotion. He sounds kind of manic to be honest and a few red flags. 
And now we'll move on to the next story. And this story is from Budget Replacement 84. Am I the asshole for not wanting my children exposed to adult sounds and swearing? I, 35 female, live in an apartment building with a roof deck. The elevator doesn't go to the roof, so I have to take the elevator to the top floor, then walk up two flights to the roof. My kids love going up there, especially since they've been stuck inside due to COVID. One day, I was bringing my kids back from the roof and waiting for the elevator. One of the residents on the top floor came out and told me that my kids, seven female and five female, are too loud. While he was initially polite, he has gotten ruder and ruder each time he comes out to tell my kids are too loud. Yes, my kids like to roar and make pretend animal sounds, but it's only for 30 seconds while we wait for the elevator. Yesterday, I was bringing my kids back from the roof and they were playing as kids do. All of a sudden, I hear the sound of gunshots and swearing from this guy's apartment as if he's watching an action movie. My kids were startled and asked me what fuck means. I don't think this was appropriate sounds for my children to hear from the hallway, so I filed a complaint with our landlord about this guy's loud TV. I thought they would just take care of the issue until my landlord called me and gave me a warning. The guy also left a nasty note under my door telling me I need to learn how to quiet my children. Have I done something wrong here? Am I the arsehole? And we'll start straight away with Swedish butt whistle. (laughs) Name. You're the arsehole. Many parents these days let their kids scream unrestrained in any environment and seem to think everyone else should tolerate it. When I was a kid, I was allowed to be noisy in an appropriate setting like a playground, but not at home where it could disturb others. I was taught that I was not the only person who mattered and I needed to be aware of how my actions affected others. Seems you need to impart the same lessons on your kids. And Fatty Fad 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 says, You're the arsehole. How's it okay for your kids to cause a ruckus repeatedly in public area disturbing the peace while your neighbor cannot enjoy watching TV in his apartment? Educate your kids. Please don't raise them to be arseholes. If you don't know how to answer questions, then why are you a parent? And Little Latte says, you're the arsehole. First of all, I don't buy that it takes you 30 seconds to steer your kids out of an elevator and up two flights of stairs. If you can actually do that, then you you need to immediately don a super heroin outfit and start rescuing distressed parents all sorts of public places. Secondly, quietly in the hallways is an excellent hard and fast rule for apartments, hospitals, hotels, all sorts of public places. It's never too early to start teaching your kids to be considerate and conscientious human beings. Lastly, the guy asked you in person and by your own admission, politely, at least in the beginning, numerous times to quiet your children in the public areas, which you should not have to do. The first time the noise is in his private space was offensive to you. Not your children. They didn't know what it was. You run screaming to the landlord. Now, what do you make of today's stories? What are your verdicts on today's stories? I would love to hear them in the comments below if you have a moment of your day to do so. If you don't, don't worry. Move on on to the next video. (laughs) Of course, we're all busy people. Sure. (laughs) Anyway, if you do have a moment as well, if you wouldn't mind hitting that like button as well, if you did enjoy the content, it's absolutely amazing and it really helps out the channel. It truly, truly does. And if you want to support the channel further, you absolutely can. But again, never any pressure to do so by clicking that join button down below for you. YouTube or clicking the link in the description for Patreon and joining up there. Thank you so much for your love, your support and your time towards the channel. It means the absolute world. Thank you so much and I will see you in the next one. I hope so anyway. (laughs) Much love guys.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 